Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of the Brent Mukai podcast. How banging is that intro song? Am I right, y'all? I don't know why I have such weird energy right now. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I'm ready to stream. I, I, I'm, I'm so close. I am so, so, so close. What's up, Nerdy Diva Nikki? I am so freaking close to becoming a Twitch affiliate. Now, uh, uh, let's start there. Twitch affiliate, what does that mean? That means that I will be able to have uh, things like subscribers. Sorry, I'm opening up this soda for those of you who can't see me. And even those who can, you, could, you probably couldn't see me open up that soda. I don't know why I didn't open it before I started the podcast. It's because I'm running late. That's a part of it. I'm rushing a little bit. I'm hoping that everything goes good. Yep, everything looks good. Um, let's see. Oh, shit. I didn't change my follower goal. I'm up to 90 followers on Twitch. Uh, what else? What else is going on? I, I, I'm so close to being an affiliate. It's stupid. It's like dumb crazy how close. I'm like two hours of streaming away from from being a Twitch affiliate and having the ability to uh, uh, – what am I trying to say? To, what's up, Cray Kai? How's it going? To uh, uh, have a lot of doors on Twitch open up for me. I'm, I'm about to be Twitch affiliated and I am super happy about that because I I just had not looked into like what it means to be affiliated, like what it means, like how like I thought it was either partnership or nothing. And now I'm understanding. I looked at the requirements for like how to be a Twitch affiliate and I was like, oh, this is baby town. This is easy. This is simple. Like, dude, it, it it's it's crazy. It's just it's just nuts. So uh, uh, I, I hope that you're doing well. All of you, all of you ladies and gentlemen, you mukuleles, you, you sweet, sweet, uh, you sweet, sweet, uh, brentologists. What's going on with me? You might ask. I don't know. Let's see Saturday. Uh, cause I talked a whole ton about Friday and how I booked, uh, my first video game that's, uh, or my first main role, my lead role, uh, the 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 main role in a video game which was pretty fucking cool um that was a whole experience for me um i, I i'm done i'm done talking about it because it now now it's been talking enough bellatrix 628 thanks for joining me scoop john b sorry the stream started with a hot wings commercial i'll be back in 20 sounds good <laughs> go get your wings boy go get your wings scoop john b um so Saturday. Let me look up. Let's look up the old schedule, shall we? I think I'll, I'll start doing that. Oh man, Saturday. So so, this past Saturday, um, had my uh uh, so the improv. The, I I know I've mentioned the improv high school stuff before, but I'll I'll go into it in a little more detail because it's about to be, uh, running my life a little bit more. Um, so with the high school improv thing that I teach, I basically teach under a program called the High School Jesters, and I teach and go into three different schools. Now, uh, I go in and teach them improv for the first half of the year, for the first half of the year from, say, August to March to now, August to March right now, um, a little more than half the year, I guess. But yeah, for, for a good amount of time. Oh, no, from August to, like, January. August to January, four months, I am teaching them improv. Uh, what happens in January, then, is then the sh kids start performing in the shows themselves and uh, uh, start competing with each other. So it's, it's like a sports 
team almost. So one sports team against another sports team uh, in town. Do but instead of sports, they're they're improvising and doing improv comedy. And there's a winner, there's a loser. Throughout the regular season, as we call it, uh, uh, everybody the wins and losses don't matter at all because then everybody plays in the end. Everybody gets a shot at the playoffs. So uh, this Saturday, and 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 here's the thing: during the regular season, uh, uh, the winner is decided off of applause. So one team could be way, 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 way better than the other team, but the other team brought their entire family, so uh, so they got more applause. So then that team wins. So it's 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 not a perfect system, but the thing is, like that, the wins and losses don't matter at all. Uh, what's up, Scooby Scooby Just Just? Yay, I, comma, I'm in such oh. He heated cliffhanger you got there. You got there, Scoopy Scoopy Just Just. You you yay you what? <laughs> so um so I've been going throughout the year, I've been teaching the kids, we've been growing, um, and and, and evolving. Scoops or not, how's it going? How 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 do you do? Uh we've been growing the team, the team has been improving, it's been getting better. Yeah, I'm not missing it this time. Good, Scooby Scooby Justice. I'm glad you can join me. So happy. It's like seven o'clock where you're at, right? Seven o'clock up in up in Canada. I, I guess I guess that's not fair because all of Canada is huge, so there's different time zones. But I believe it's seven where you are. Um. Anyways, now we start playoffs, and the thing about playoffs is that when a team loses, they're out. So when one team is uh, uh done. They are out for the entire season, and now it's graded. So it, it now no longer depends on the amount of uh, people that it is. Oh, shit. I didn't change my... <laughs> Fuck. Everybody's coming in, and it says playing an indie game, the first tree. Oopsies. Oopsies, daisies. Let me let me switch that real quick. Jeez. Uh, what, a, what a freaking loser I am. Those of you on the podcast, I'm sorry. You have no idea what I'm talking about. But basically on Twitch, as I'm doing this... Uh, I can, I can, my announcement to people can be, Hey, uh, I'm doing this or I'm doing this. I am, I'm podcasting. Yay. (laughs) That's it. False advertising. I know everybody came for video games, but they're going to receive something better. A podcast. All right. Let me change the category here. Podcast. Boom. Update that info production meeting. Where I talk about how that sausage is made. Okay, cool. So um, all of that's all of that's now fixed. Um, where was I? I was talking about um, the improv. The improv kids. Um, now it's judged. It's going to be judged by uh, other improvisers in town. People are going to be coming through, so they're going to be doing this whole. You know, my kids are going to be on stage, and I'm going to rock probably my best four kids and uh hope for the best um sausage i know (laughs) that's how the sausage is made um so i'm 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 now in the planning mode but i have three different schools that i coach so now it's like so meta right because it's like i'm thinking not only about what my team is good at but i'm watching the other teams throughout the year and i'm trying to think of like okay well what possibly can we play that will be a good matchup against the other team and, you know, try and 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 steer the games in, in a way that will give my kids an advantage? It's it's strategy. It's basic strategy. It's sports strategy. And um, 
man, like two schools, I am I'm wholly confident that we're going to walk in because it's it, it's the the other two schools are you know they're they're newer. These other two schools, the two schools that I'm coaching are very established, but the two schools we're facing, it's their first year, and it's you know it, it's going to be a little rougher for them. Um, and it's been a rougher season for them because they're they're growing, you know. Do you have to field four, or is that just an easy size to function? Uh, fielding four—that's the only that it, it's four-man teams, it's four-person teams. So then that also that also gives me that's a great question, Scoop John B, because that also gives it, it, it an interesting strategy as well because I have more than four kids on my team, so I have a team of like you know I have a team of ten on one on one team, I have a team of seven on another, and I have a team of probably about 12 on another team and um, who I play is going to be dependent on what type of team I want to structure. Now, there are other teams and other coaches who believe that they just want their top four, their best four to play every single match. Um, and I believe that that is a solid strategy to win if winning the championship and whittling it down to the the best teams. I, I, I think that there's something and there's merit in that. But what I try to do is I try to win because I do, I, I mean, as much as I don't want to admit it, I am competitive in a lot of different ways. Um, so so I, I, I hate admitting that. And, and to the kids, I try to tell them, you know, I'm, I'm not that competitive. I don't care if you win or lose, which I really don't. In the grand scheme of things, I really don't. I don't, I don't hate the kids after. <laughs> I'm not sitting there like, oh, you better win. But I, I am competitive and I, I hate that part of myself. Um, uh, I... I <laughs> I don't hate, you know what? Fuck that. I don't, I don't hate that part of myself. I've just learned to embrace that part of myself and say, you know, that's, that's part of why I, I succeed in a lot of different things is a competitive edge. And I, because I know that I try my hardest to really, really, really keep that in check. So, you know, having a competitive edge, I think is, is a detriment if that's all you care about. So in saying that, let me say, let me show how I, I, showcase that is that I will put some of the weaker kids, some of the kids that aren't as good or aren't as experienced in a playoff show, because I think that that means a lot to them. Um, kids that have worked for it and maybe they're not one of the best, but they've worked really hard. I like to acknowledge and I like to say, Hey, I'm going to put you in this show. It's, and I reconcile that with my competitive edge by, by doing it with shows that, you know, if I if I'm challenging a team that that ha does not have as much you know experience and I know that I, I there's a good chance we'll win this regardless of who I play, then I I will I want to give kids a chance because I ultimately think that whether we win the championship or not that that is something that in this moment I care about, but in the grand scheme of things in coaching and teaching what I care most about overall right long form versus short form goals. My long form is uh, my long form goal is to to get these kids having a good experience and to help them out, and hopefully improv will impact them in a way that benefits their lives down the line. And hopefully, one of the lessons that I can help teach in that is that is that while sure it's it's important to to have goals and strive really hard at goals. That even when you don't in a highly competitive thing like any competition or anything that we do in life that's competitive, which is, you know, jobs or finding a job or, 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 you know, for a lot of these kids, theater and wanting to do something in theater is going to be a thing that's a heavy competition. 
And what's most important is realizing that we're going to fail a lot more than we're going to succeed. And it's what you do after the failure. It's what you do after we lose, you know, after we lose because 32 teams are going in and one team is going to be the is going to be the victor. There's 31 more teams. There's there's a thousand. There's over a thousand kids in the entire league. And if your team even has 30, then there's, you know, over 900, over a thousand, probably over a thousand kids that are not going to taste victory that year. Um, and that's just the that's just that's the way that it works. That's the way that life is. And it's like what you do. So then what do you do after that? Don't disappoint Daddy Mukai. <laughs> Thanks, Scoops. Yeah, it's it's what it it's what comes after the adversity, right after the loss and how you fight after that. That that is most important to me. So that's what I'm ultimately trying to show these kids is have good sportsmanship, be good people. You know, um, I really want to win, and I think that I that we can win. But but most importantly is is walking away with these lessons, these lessons of improv uh, that that affect your life afterwards. So um, that being said, I'm I'm going for fucking blood here. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not like stacking my teams or anything. In fact, I'm playing a lot of kids that, you know, some kids one team that I have, they they have like, you know, uh, uh a seven-person team. They're very dedicated. They're they're extremely talented. But there are two that stand up above the rest in an already extremely talented team. Like the other five are phenomenal um within the league itself and probably are better than a lot of people's best person on that uh, on their whole team. Like I'd take any one of my seven on that, but two stand above the rest and um, have kind of overshadowed a lot of the other the other five, even though the other five are talented. So I'm benching one of them, one of these two, and uh, uh, taking taking three kids who have been in the league for for three years, three years, and two years, and have not played a playoff match. Um, because their old coach didn't wanted just their best four and to keep rocking their best four every single year. And I mean, if I'm being honest, like I, I, I think that that, that, that isn't, that isn't something that sits right with me because it's like, if we, if we, and we're playing a team that is in their first year, is it fair to weaponize improv like this with points and losers and such? It's not, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not fair um, but I mean, it, it's, it's fun. It, it, it's, a, it's, it's the same, it's the same drama that you would watch in any football game, right? Is it fair to have children play football? And I think the question is, I think the real question is like, like it depends what you're trying to get out of it. And it depends on the coaches. Like some coaches are going to be go for the blood. We're completely going to demolish these other teams and it's all about being the best and if you're not the best you're the worst and i i think that that's where it gets into a little sickening territory and i i don't think that a single person in the league is like that i don't think a single person in this entire league is treating this the way that like if you watch these like football children's documentaries like it kind of is but i think that it's important i think that this is an important skill and the competitive edge is important if if some of these kids are looking to go into you know into a uh, 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 competitive fields like acting or writing or comedy or any type of thing like that and it, it's just a really good solid set of of uh lessons that they can learn from this 
Um, I wish that I had had something like this. I would have fucking loved something like this in my high school. The ability to do it and and to teach sportsmanship and all of that stuff. And the thing is, here's the biggest thing, is that unlike in football, where your team is your team, in these improv shows, our teams play with the other team. So there are the the we play games. There are two distinctions to the short form games we play. There's team choice games where your team plays this game. It's just the four kids. And then there's head-to-head games where all eight play. And the thing is, uh, with eight with eight of these kids on stage, they now have to work together with the other team. So even in the competition side of it, we're teaching them that, that it's still extremely important to be able to work together, even with the people that you're competing against. And in improv, we're not grading on which team is the funniest. We, we have a rubric sheet on which team does entertainment well, right? And, and which team does inter- entertainment well. So sure, some of the more talented, funnier kids are going to, are going to win in that. But um, what's more so is, is a, a category called improv, which is, is this person sharing the stage with the other team and with their teammates? And that's the thing, like, that's the beautiful part of improv is that I tell my kids, I, t- I keep telling them, like, dude, because they're like, we want to bring it. And I'm like, here's the way you bring it. You be the best teammate that you can be to the person on the other team. And that's how you win at improv. So even in this, it's not, <laughs> I wouldn't call it weaponize improv, um, but, but it it's, it's. It's ta- it, 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 in the heart of it all, I think that it's more a more collaborative process. And I think that the competitive spirit of this really kind of helps out the, the whole league more than if we just, say, had shows that didn't lead up to something. Having this all lead up into a championship and have it, the, the, you know, the kids get into it and they, they work hard. And, and it's, it's just like anything else. Heavy Creamer Scoop, thanks for joining me. Thanks for the claps. I appreciate that. Um, so, so, so really what I keep telling all my kids and, and in this team of seven, they are all extremely talented, but they've, that's, that is where they've struggled is in how to then, uh, uh, help out the other team and how to help out each other in a way that, that is super collaborative. And I mean, dude, it, it's, it's, it's just really cool to, to, to teach kids in art form where the only way you can succeed is to trust other people around you and to help others. Like that's how, so, so, so improv in itself could never be weaponized in, in that way. Like there's points, there's losers. Sure. But then that means that kids work hard and kids have something and a goal to attain to. And I mean, I've won only one championship. I, well, I say only one. I've won a championship of the four years that we've been going. And I I mean, like, I'm happy for that. But all of the other teams I've had, I've had probably 10 other teams that I've worked with for almost an entire year. 10 other teams. Because uh, let's see, because I did two schools the year after that. No, no, no. After that year, I did one school. Then I did two schools. Then I did another two schools. No, I, I've done... And now I've had three. So I've now had eight other schools. I've now had, I've now taught eight other schools. And um, none of those eight other schools have won. And I mean, is that, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, there are some stories of these kids 
that are like more inspiring to me than the team that won that are more touching to me than the team that even won. So um, in the way that I go about it, I think that some people get real competitive with it. I try not to. I Or, or I try to do my best to lead us to victory, um, as is the goal of, of the league, to stay in as long as you can, and, you know, uh, which by the only way to do is to, to help out the other team as much as you can. But at the same token, I, it's never lost on me how wonderful it is just to teaching these kids just teaching them just the very virtue of 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 uh uh watching kids grow and knowing that i had a part of it so i mean that's 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 it that's it i mean i've had kids with like autism that thrived in improv that that seriously just like they killed it once they got on stage and it was like they i watched them communicate clearly for the first time you know like one kid just he he was so anxious and yet he was he was autistic and, and he he just didn't know how to he felt like he was always an outsider and he he kind of didn't relate a lot of times and he'd always be nervous in talking but he'd get on stage and he was a monster and it was crazy he just understood improv in a way and 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 it's stories like that that stick with me and we didn't even win one playoff round that year. But to watch him watch him evolve and find improv as an outlet, I mean, that's, that's insane. Um, it's just insane. I'm happy to be part of the league. Anyways, uh, that's been going on this weekend, this Friday, this or this Saturday. Uh, I'm having three, both, all three of my schools are challenging other schools. So we've kind of settled and, and figured it all out and... Man, it's it's just it's just wild. It's just wild having to sit here and do this because it's like fuck. Like, ah, uh, I want all three to win. One of them, we'll see. We'll see if they if they can pull it out or not. But it, 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 they're they're up against a bad matchup for them. Um, but you know, all I can do is is coach them as best as I can and then let them have fun up there. So. Yeah, that's that's been on my mind. That's been weighing heavy. Uh, I just came back from uh, one of my schools as well, so that's why it's also heavy on my mind. But uh, Saturday was the last week of regular shows, and then uh, uh, and then this Saturday sparks the first round of playoffs. So after this round, after this Saturday, sixteen teams are going to be eliminated, completely eliminated, and I'm I'm excited about that. Um, I'm just excited for the playoffs to start. I'm not excited about 16 teams getting eliminated. That's going to suck. But I'm very excited uh, that we're going to just – we're starting off the season, the, the playoff season, and it, it's always a good time. And we, we hand out awards and all this other stuff at the end. You know, um, a few of my kids look like they're going to be up for uh, an award for MVP. And uh, also a couple of my kids are up for the award of uh, uh, Most Improved. So I am over the moon just about that. I mean, I can't say enough how happy I am and how proud I am of these kids. So I'll keep it updated. I'll keep I'll keep everyone updated in in that uh, in that realm. Uh, let's see what else what else has been happening. What else has been going on? I wonder. Um, let's see. So Saturday was that. Um, Sunday. Oh, Sunday was uh, St. Patrick's Day. I got a new microphone. 
I got a brand new, not a brand new microphone. I got a new microphone to me. It was a used microphone from, uh, man, I mean, this is just a crazy story, but I guess I'll tell it because it's the perfect time. Uh, when I first started voice acting uh, and getting into it and looking into it, I found the voice actor studio from a, bu- from a friend of a friend who suggested the voice actor studio and uh, told me that he had worked with uh, this, this guy who was a voiceover in, in Las Vegas. Uh, by the name of Dustin Eba. And um, I looked at the voice actor's studio and I saw the prices and I was like, okay, these these are fair prices, but they're a little bit steep. You know, it's still it's still a fair amount of money. I am going to uh, I'm going to talk to this guy and see if he knows anything about it. So I took Dustin to breakfast um, to this wonderful breakfast place and we talked and I told him, look, I'm get I'm looking to get into voice acting. And before he even before I even said anything about the voice actor studio, he stopped me and said, okay, look, if you want to get into voice acting, here's the only thing you need to do. Go to the voice actor studio. Uh, it is run by a woman who is a 20-year vet. She knows exactly what she's doing. She's wonderful. She's taught me a bunch, and I'm a 20-year vet, and she's taught me stuff. Um, and 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 after that, I was sold. After that, I was sold. And uh, I, I he wasn't a coach at the studio at the time, which is why I took him to breakfast was because I was like, I want to hear it from somebody who's not associated with the thing. I've been burned a lot as a, as a comedian and an actor and all of that stuff, taking comedy, comedy classes, acting classes. I always wanted to make sure that the person who was teaching the class knew what the fuck they were talking about. So, uh, I figured it was worth one breakfast to, to know that this guy was for real. So I, I, that night I signed up for the class. Um, the rest is history. He's now one of the coaches there. He's he's been a coach over there, and uh, uh, he's he's turned into a very good friend. And um, man, like uh, he, it's just it's just been awesome. Like I don't know how else to say it. Really, it, it's been amazing um, to go through this process. Anyways, flash forward to this Saturday. We're hanging or Sunday. We're hanging out at this thing called the Swap and Shop where. Uh, at the voice actor studio, we open up, you know, uh, somebody brought some cupcakes and stuff and we're just chilling and, uh, bringing in some, some of our old gear, uh, you know, it's, it's a good excuse to sell some old gear so that, you know, newer people can, can grab onto it. And Dustin comes in, he's selling his old microphone, this microphone, uh, uh, Man, it's a good mic. It's like seven, eight hundred bucks, I think. It's a good, solid microphone. I'm meanwhile working off of this one that's uh, uh, like two hundred fifty bucks. A solid microphone, but not not nearly as high quality as as this other one. Uh, so happy you're doing well. Thank you, Scoopy Scooby Jess Jess. I appreciate that. Um, I'm happy too. I, I I can't. I'm just I'm just over the moon this week in this moment right now. I'm feeling really happy. Um, so. Um, and, and ironically, it's like the, the daddy of my microphone. Cause mine is called the NTG two, the road NTG two. Uh, and his is the road NTG three. And, uh, man, like he cut me a great deal, phenomenal deal. And, 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 uh, I bought it off of him. I tested it out. I love the fucking sound, the sound of it is wonderful it is like supreme it's gonna it's i feel like i'm gonna book more with this because of the quality of the microphone like the ntg2 is amazing and 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 killer but we he and i have very similar voices so when 
he said, dude, this is going to sound amazing on your voice. I was like, okay, let me see. And it was like, dude, it was like night and day. It it was, whew. and now I have that mic and I'm like so fucking thrilled that I, it, it's just a piece of equipment, but it, it's, there's some part of me that feels like, man, I've really, I deserve it. I've been working hard and I deserve it. And it's like, dude, yes, I'm here. And like, this is a level up for me. This is my evolution. Scoops or not. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's exactly it. Hell yeah. And dude, like, it's just, it's just, I mean, people go on and they brag about their microphones or whatever. And I feel like uh, what I, what I, I have to keep reminding people like, you know, it's not about the microphone. It's about the artist. It's not the paintbrush. It's the artist, you know? It's not the knife, it's the chef. You know, nobody compliments the knife after, wow, this tastes good. What knife did you use? No, you're like, who is the chef who prepared this? And that I, I feel like I've reached a point where I deserve a better knife. I deserve a better microphone, you know? And, and I'm at a new level, so it's like this cool metaphor, which I'm super happy about. Ah, man. Um, got another audition today for, uh, for that sexy, uh, women's erotica app. I'm super excited. I'm super excited. I want to work with them again. I fucking loved working with them. And I was like, and it was weird. Cause I was just thinking earlier this morning, I was like, I wonder if they're, I wonder if they're still considering me. I wonder if they were just being nice at the end when they told me they'll, they'll hit me up for more auditions, but they weren't being nice. They were being truth. <laughs> I'm watching myself and I see that I keep messing with this this dial and it doesn't I'm not even listening to anything in here. I might listen later, but it's just a weird not nervous habit. I'm not nervous right now. I'm just it's just like a fun habit. Like I have ADHD so like those spinny rings, like ah dude, if I had one of those, I'd just be doing this all day. I'd just be spinning the ring like crazy. Man. Um what went on Monday? Monday, I streamed. Monday, I streamed this wonderful game called The First Tree. Need a fidget cube. I don't even know what a fidget cube is. That sounds amazing. Um, I streamed The First Tree. It, it was just this storytelling game where I played this fox. For those of you who joined me for that, thank you so much. Um, um, but, yeah, I, I wanted to get my streaming hours up because I'm so excited that I'm going to be affiliate soon. I'm going to be able to apply for affiliate. That's going to rock. I, I basically, you basically need like 50 followers and you need, uh, uh, you need like X amount of, of, of stream time. I think it's like seven hours. No, it's like eight hours in a month, eight hours on seven different days, um, with an average of like three viewers per stream. So I've reached all of those except for the eight hours. It might be 10 hours. I've, I've reached all of that. I'm two, I'm like two hours away, which after today, you know, I go for another 30 minutes or so. And I, I've, I'm now like one hour away. So when I stream on Friday, I'll be fine and I'll be set. But I wanted to, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about streaming more. I'm trying to figure out like what I can do, um, what I can do to, to do better at streaming. And I feel like the podcast stuff is great, but I, I, I'm not going to lie. If I can find a way to play video games and stream video games and, and make money doing that, I am not going to ever turn that down. Cause that's, 
That would be like a dream fucking come true. Playing video games professionally? Holy shit. Dude, when I was a kid, everybody was like, no, you can't do that. And it's like, nah, why can't I now? Why can't I? With a, with a little bit of... With a little bit of work and a little bit of, you know, extra work, uh, this is a good time to point out that I am, despite what my follower girl goal says, which let me let me update that. Let me update that right now. Uh, end goal. I am at uh, 90 now. The problem is when I turn off my computer and people uh, subscribe to me or follow me uh, when I'm not on, then it, it uh, let's see, 04. 01-2019. Boom. Start goal. Bang. Okay, done. Sweet. Uh, when I'm not on and they, they follow me, then it doesn't count it towards here, so I have to manually rechange it, and I forgot to. Uh, I didn't forget to. I was just running late because I ran a little long at my improv school practice because um, I love those kids. I really do. I freaking adore those kids. Um man i just adore all the all of the kids they've worked hard they've stuck with me like they've improved a lot they've trusted me which is like the hardest most important thing in my opinion like i want i i need these kids to trust me before they're willing to do what i say and they just they have and they've opened their their little their little teenage hearts and souls and said we trust you Man, at one of the schools I went to, one of my one of the kids that I I hopped in in the middle of their year, so I was their their coach uh, uh, left. A second guy came in and he left shortly after that. And uh, I was I'm now their third coach, and I, I've been with them for a month, and I haven't even been with them for very long, month month and a half maybe maybe that's stretching it. Um, and one of the girls raised her hand when I said, hey, you know, what are our goals for, for this? Because I want to I wanna make sure that I align with what you guys want. And she said, I want to win, but not for us. I want to win for you. And that really touched me. Like, fuck, that super, super touched me. I, I, I can't tell you how much that meant to hear somebody say that. Like, and, and it was somebody I was not expecting at all. But she was like, yeah. <sighs> I just, I don't know, man. Like, oh, I know, dude. I'm just like, how lucky am I that I get to do all of these wonderful things and and do everything that I, I, I dr I've dreamed of, everything I've dreamed of, you know, everything that I said as a child. I said, I wanna, I wanna be like, you know, I wanna be in an anime. I wanna voice, I wanna dub an anime and do all that stuff, like all of that, like to be a voice actor. That's some shit I wanted as a child, <sighs> and I'm here now, and I'm doing it. Not the anime thing, but that's coming. Trust me, son. If you don't think I'm gonna be dubbing anime, then you better. You're a master manifester. <laughs> better than being a masturbator but up bomb bellatrix thank you so much um i am i'm trying to i'm i'm that's all i'm doing is trying to manifest the things that i want and 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 this is the big and right we always say that it's yes and i want to help as many people along the way get to this point as possible because at at my core there was a point where i did not think that any of this was possible there was a there was a I spent a large portion of my youth life being told that this was impossible, that the things I wanted were stupid, that that what my goals were were too high, that I'd never make it. Um, 
um, by people who loved me and had the best intentions for me, but, you know, didn't understand that that was crushing my spirit. Uh, I wonder if Brent will stream his own game. Boy, you know I will. Dude, as soon as the game comes out, I'm, like, all over it. I am going to promote the fuck out of it. I'm going to promote it so much. They're going to be like, we need to hire this guy again just so that he can promote our game. Like, dude, yeah, I, I am totally. You know what? In fact, I, I also, I haven't even streamed the game that I have already been a part of. So there's already a game out that I that I voiced a character. I was a Russian pirate in a, a, a storytelling game called Tales of the Obra Dinn. I got to I got to play that. I got to play that on stream. Um I'm if I'm being honest, like I'm I'm just I'm just sort of waiting for the price of it to go down in Steam cuz I'm like it's not a long game. It doesn't have any replay value. It's like 20 bucks or something and I'm like fuck. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that'd be cool. I know, dude. Boy, get it. Thanks, Scoopster. I appreciate that. Your spirit has thrived and you worked hard for your dream. You do have to play it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to hella play it. Um, I'm looking for more, like, cheaper alternatives to buying some games, if I'm being honest. Like, that's all I'm... I'm in the market to just to just get some, get some humble bundle type games, build up a library, and play a bunch of shit. Like... That's uh that that's pretty important to me. So um I'm I'm in the process of building up the games. The first tree was one of those games uh that was like that. And uh yeah, I, I I'm just excited. I'm just honestly I'm super, super excited. Um Tales of the Oberdin. In fact, you know what? Let me check. Let me check on the price of that. I haven't checked in a while. I think it's like yeah, I think it's like twenty bucks and I wanna it's just like, man, it's so tough for me to justify spending money. Tales of the Obra Din. Wait, why isn't it coming up? Return of the Obra Din. There we go. Yeah, it's like 20 bucks, and it's just like, oh, man. Wait, what? The black and white games. Oh man, uh, yeah, I might just, I'll, I'll, I'm, I might hold off. I'm gonna hold off by it. Anyways, um, I'm going to, I'm going to get to that game eventually. I know it for sure. I'm gonna to get to the, to the tales of the Oberdin. I'm sure it'll pop up on one of these, on one of these uh, sales type things sooner or later. Um, oh, and I don't want to forget. I, I just did uh, yesterday. Was a long ass day because I, I. Uh, I went in early, did a, a podcast, which I'm going to explain, and then did two improv schools. So that's my that's not just my. I go in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So Tuesday I do two schools, and Wednesday I do one school, and that's my three days, or my three uh, schools per week. Um, but I did my two schools, and then straight after that went over to the voice actor studio and did some did some uh, engineering over there, which was always fun. <laughs> thanks for the, thanks for the pirate, for the pirate emoji there. Appreciate that. Scooby, Scooby, just, just, um, so yeah, dude, I, um, I went on this podcast yesterday. Um, I, I, I pitched them the name donut daddies as their podcast. Cause it's four guys who eat donuts and, um, sit around and just chat. And they talk about the donuts a little bit, um, but then also just have a conversation over donuts. And 
Uh, I, I told them Donut Daddies would be a funny name. Uh, I think that they said that they, they had considered that, but they're not out yet. So the, the episode probably won't be out for a while. They're trying to stack a few before they before they do it. Um, um, but I was their first guest. They, they invited me. It's a guy who runs a studio in town, Dog and Pony Studios, who I've, I've mentioned before. And, um, oh, and this is a fun little, little fun fact for those of you who, who know me from, uh, uh, Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social, is that, uh, uh, it's the old guys that used to do the Bucket Show. So I opened for, uh, uh, this thing called the Bucket Show on Twitch. Uh, it was a, a live streamed improv show with two of who I think are the funniest fucking guys in town. Uh, by the name of Matt Donnelly and Paul Mattingly. And uh, they they had this long-running show uh, where the two of them would do a two-man improv show. And then they, honestly, they had a, uh, they, they had an upgrade, got on Twitch, and were in this big studio um, where they filmed the, the entirety of these bucket shows. And uh, the people who filmed those bucket shows, the three guys who did it, were a part of the podcast that I was on yesterday. So... It's those three guys and uh, John McClain of Dog and Pony Studios. And before you ask, yes, his real name is John McClain, and he is older than the movie Die Hard. So now that we're all caught up. Yeah, I know. So they knew me. Uh, John knows me. I know John really well because I'm, I'm always in and out of uh, his studio, and we're always chilling. But, uh, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, just a weird – and his studio is not far from where we filmed um, the bucket shows. It was it's right down the street from there. Um, so that's also pretty fucking funny too. Um, but yeah, we sat and I told the – I basically said, look, guys, I, I can't – when they first asked me, I was like, yeah, I'd love to come on the show. Uh, uh, if I'm being honest, I'm doing keto. I've been doing keto for the last few months and uh, I just wouldn't be able to eat donuts. Uh, I can bring in something substitute or whatever. Uh, and their exact words, I'm pretty sure, were, fuck you, you're going to eat donuts. So, <laughs> so so, I broke my keto yesterday. I totally broke keto and uh, went in and ate donuts. And w- boy, was it delicious. I have to say, the first time eating sugar after four months of not eating sugar, I had the hardest time fucking staying awake Like after that. like I had a bad sugar crash, and I just felt awful. I just felt bad. Like... I don't know. I like honestly, I've been looking up how long to do keto for and a lot of people are saying that it could be like a lifestyle change mm-hmm. where you just don't eat like sugar and all that stuff. And um I'm beginning to think that uh I I might just I might just do keto for life. Like, you know, maybe I'll have some sugar here and there, but how awful I felt yesterday after eating those donuts. I probably had about two and a half donuts total. We kept cutting up pieces into like five pieces so we tried like a total of you know we tried we tried like eight different donuts but like a fifth of eight different donuts and i'm not at a point of math where i'm good enough to figure out how much how much that is uh about eight to ten different donuts we had so yeah sugar is the devil bellatrix it it kind of is and i'm uh i'm glad i'm glad that it gave me that effect and i was like wow i literally just feel like shit I seriously just feel like shit now because um, it just reinforces for me how much I, w- I would prefer to just stay away from it. You know, if I ate those yesterday and I was just like, whoa, I feel amazing. Whoa, 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 going, to, going through life. 
then that would have been a different story. That would have been hard to me justify not eating sugar again. But I, I felt pretty awful afterwards. So I was like, fuck, I, I'm on the right track. I shouldn't eat sugar. That's me, though. That's me and my body. That's a good thing. I know. I'm happy for me, Scooby Scooby Just Just. I wouldn't have thought that I could maintain this lifestyle four months ago. And here I am. And it got easier and easier and easier. And uh, I'm still doing the cold showers in the morning. And those are helping out. I get more energy right in the morning. Um, now I just need now I just need to actually just do the wake up part. If I could just wake up early in the morning and trust that the showers are going to help me and get into that habit, I, I will be great. So yeah, a lot of a lot of cool health stuff happening. A lot of cool uh, everything. Want to conversate? Mick cringy. I I don't not want to conversate. It's nice to have you in. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 feeling really good. So so that's that's it. <laughs> I'll let you know when the donut podcast comes out. I'm excited for that. Um, let's turn to. Twitter news, shall we? Look at that. What a smooth transition. Twitter news, everybody. Uh, fun. Jason Manzukis's John Wick poster is prompting all sorts, all sorts of what? Of comedy references. TikTok, Mr. Wick. I Manzukis plays a character called TikTok Man in the third John Wick movie. That's crazy, because he's like a really funny guy. For those of you who don't know who Jason Manzukis is, um, man, it's going to be hard for me to explain. Let's Google. What has he been in? Jason Manzukis. Here we go. He is great. Um, I mean, I know him from uh, Big Mouth. He was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I guess. And uh, The League. The League, of course. That dude is crazy. He's super funny. And I also know him from um, – he did an episode of Dan Harmon's um, Harmon Quest, and he, it's one of my favorites. He's just so fucking funny. Um, TikTok, Mr. Wick. They finally showed us Jason Manzukis. Looks like Adrian Pimento found a new line of work. What's up, jerks? Oh. So I guess – they created this really epic-looking poster, and then a bunch of other people just created other posters for uh, the other actors as well because his poster looked so cool. Among them, Lawrence Fishburne with his fucking pigeon in his hand. I'm super interested, by the way, to watch John Wick 3. I loved him in The League. I couldn't get through the first season of The League, if I'm being honest. Like, it seemed... It seemed fun, but it just wasn't like it. I it could, it didn't entice me in to keep watching. So, um, but yeah, John Wick three looks like it's going to be epic, dude. And for those of you who haven't seen John Wick one or two, just know that you are fucking up. You are completely right now. You have messed up. Go watch John Wick for the love of God. It's amazing. It is seriously amazing. All right. Um. 17 reps on a bench press meant a lot more than just a workout at USC's Pro Day. Jake Olson grew up a USC Trojans fan and learned on that and leaned on that fandom for support when he lost his eyesight at age 12. Jake eventually fulfilled his dream of playing for the USC football team as a long snapper. Now he's using USC's Pro Day to raise money to cure the disease that left him blind. Oh my god. Jake Olsen using Pro Day to fight cancer. Wow. 
What a fucking great story. What? Seriously. What a seriously great story. A guy who lost his eyesight and fucking... Eyesight at age 12 but worked hard to become a long snapper. That's... God. What a cool fucking story. That That guy's set for life. He should go be an inspirational speaker after he's done playing. Um... Because the sad part is, as as cool as it is that USC took him on, I highly doubt that. I I, I highly highly doubt that um, he'll get into the NFL because it's just too it's just too wildly competitive. But good good on USC. That's super fucking cool, and they're a great team. And like, I'm sure he's. I mean, dude, he's working hard as fuck. He's working hard as fuck. He did all of these fucking man bench presses. Jesus. Dude, good for this guy. So cool. So fucking cool. Let's see. A 20 cent savings, 35 years in the making, will get you into the couponing hall of fame. There's no way to save, as Doss Nostalgic found out when a customer broke out a coupon from the 80s to score 20 cents off some Crisco. Oh my god. Someone just redeemed a 36 year old coupon at my store. Save 20 cents when you buy any one size of Crisco oil. Extreme couponing extraordinaire. Well, it does say no expiration date. That's <laughs> that's that's legit. That is, um, man, that is super legit. I would have taken a picture with that person. I would have seriously taken a picture with that person. All right, let's see. People on their fucking coupons. Meanwhile, list for me what what brand you would like me to cover in my improvised commercial this week. Let me know what brand, what restaurant, what product, what whatever, and I'll, I'll make a commercial out of it. Um, or if you have any other requests for anything, let me know. Let me know. Um, I would love to know that. So, um... Ha ha ha, CVS must get that shit a lot. Yo, dude, I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure of that. Um Yeah, I don't know. I'm look I'm just looking through Twitter stuff. I'm looking through Twitter. Seems fun, seems fun. But um God, twenty cent saving over thirty five years, that's too stupid. You know, I did something last week where I like looked over like the old um the old Nick News with Linda Ellerby. I really enjoyed doing that. So maybe I'll go to YouTube. Maybe I'll watch something. Oh, I'll watch a cat video. Those seem to get a lot of love. Cat video. Tim Apple with an iPad. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, man. Tim Schmidt's keyboard cat. The original. 54 million views. From 11 years ago. That's fucking insane. Cats versus balloons. We can watch more cats versus balloons here. All right, let's. And I will narrate it for all of you all. All right, I'm going to mute this ad. Mute this other. Oh. <laughs> this cat has a bunch of balloons stuck to it from electrical, <laughs> electrical discharge or whatever. He's just hanging with balloons. He's not even popping them. Oh, it's a little kitty. 
Little kitty. Oh, uh, he's about to eat this water balloon. He's about to get a bad, bad day. Oh, man. Bad fucking day when he... Ooh! This cat is just watching an, a balloon in the air, and he's trying to s swat at it. But he's not good. Oh, my God. Cats and balloons might be my... <laughs> cat keeps crawling on this balloon he's a little kitty cat little kitten cat it's like a predator almost he's like trying to pop it but he can't he's attacking it like it's a fucking monster but it's not he's just being a cat oh this cat's <laughs> this cat has a balloon stuck to its face these cats what the fuck are they supposed to do i just I'm looking at cats and I'm fascinated by their thought process. Like this cat looks like he's just putting his dick in the balloon. And it's like, what is the process here? What is he trying to like? And he's, it's like, and now, and now he's like swatting at it. This cat's just like walking sideways trying to get away from the balloon. Like, like he's, <laughs> he's just like, whoa, look at me. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just minding my own business. This fucking blue thing keeps following me. And he's looking up like, are you going to help me? This cat, oh, this cat's grabbing the string. There's a balloon attached, but I think he's more interested in the string than the balloon. Is he going to get to the, is he trying to get to the balloon? Cat almost went. Oh my God, dude. Cat versus balloons. I just don't. Oh, this cat has the balloon stuck to his cat butt. Ah, it's a cat butt. And he keeps jumping on it. It's like, watch. I love cats, but watching you react is so damn cute. He's got a balloon cat butt. It's fucking ridiculous. This cat's just this cat. See, some of these are wrong because some of these are not cats versus balloons. Some of these are cats just trying to get at the string, and that annoys me because it's like that's not a fucking that's not against the balloon. It's against the fucking string that's holding the balloon there. Get your shit right, YouTube. I'm reporting this. <laughs> Another one. Another cat that's just trying to get a string. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, no. This cat is legit trying to get to these balloons. No. No. Another one. Just He's just trying to get to the string. He's just trying to get to the string. How many people have I lost? <laughs> I'm at an all-time high of viewership right now. Um, <laughs> I should have been doing this. This should be the whole podcast, honestly. This right here, this needs to be the whole fucking podcast. Just me reacting to cat balloons. Cats versus balloons. This cat, it's just interesting. Okay, that's that's it. That's it. That's it for this week. I don't want to let all of the, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. Boo, 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 boo. What a funny guy. Um, I don't want to put all the cat videos out there, but I'm just uh, I <sighs> cats fascinate the shit out of me because it's like, what are they thinking? Why are some cats? sitting there like trying to attack the balloon like attacking the balloon makes sense to me because it's like oh it's like a ball it's like this thing i can play with right but a cat that's like afraid of the balloon and then another cat that's like trying to like politely walk away from the balloon but the balloon keeps following them and another cat that's like just putting its like whole body over the balloon and then walking away and then putting its body over it's like what the fuck are they thinking like with a dog, it, I feel like I feel like a dog would just like play with the balloon. The balloon would pop, and then they'd be sad. Like that's almost every dog. I don't feel like there could be a dog versus. Let's see, is there a dog versus balloon video? Dogs versus balloons. 
Let's see. I feel like dogs are just like happy that the balloon is there and they're chasing it. And then, yeah, see? And then they're like, oh no, it fucking popped. Yeah. Yeah, this dog's like, he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, loving balloons. Ah, I'm a, I'm a dog. I'm just gonna attack these balloons, you know? And he's gonna pop it. Ooh, and then he's scared. But it's like, dude, I know. I know it's gonna happen. This dog's playing with it. It's fun. It's funny. Oh, look at this. And then he's gonna pop it, and it's gonna... And it's gonna explode. It's just dogs playing with balloons. You know what I mean? Well, that's not nice. He's a fucking dog. He doesn't know any better. He's just trying to keep the balloon up in the air. And it's hilarious. Oh, the dogs are scared. It's like, I know what's going to happen. Dogs are just, dogs are too predictable. I like dogs in life. life. In life, dogs are, I like dogs over cats. In life, I like dogs over cats. But in video form, I fucking love cats. I love watching cat videos because it's like, dude, what the fuck are they doing? And what the fuck are they thinking? They're so different. They're so di a lot of dogs are, are, are exactly the same. You know what I mean? You throw a piece of cheese on a dog's face, it's gonna it's gonna eat the cheese. Like with the do like the dog cheese video, you're just feeding the fucking cheese to a dog. But with this, you know, you throw a piece of cheese at a cat. I wonder what a what a dog's I wonder what a cat's gonna do. My cat is like a dog. <laughs> dog owners are mean. Not all dog owners. There's a lot of good, nice dog owners. Um I don't know, dude. I don't know. Anyways, um, Let's let's uh let's talk about I don't know. Let's talk about the iPad, shall we? I'd love to I would love to be in this is this is what I'm going to do from now on. What I'm going to do from now on is I am going to uh I am going to do commercials for for companies that I would love to do commercials for. Uh, iPad iPad um I don't know, commercial or iPad, iPad specs. Um, and see, it's tough to do an Apple commercial because they're more about like feeling than anything. They're all, it's like an, like an Apple commercial. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm just going to improvise fully instead of just the words I'm going to, I'm going to improvise like the video of the Apple commercial. Okay. Um, close up little boy uh little boy and he's and he's playing a video game and it's the 1980s right it's the 1980s and he's sitting there and he's playing and he's he's there and he's there with his friend and then they get into like a little wrestle match right cut to cut to um um the two of them in the 90s now they're now they're teenagers and they're you know they're they're playing they're playing um they're playing another video game and they're just like yeah blah 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 right and then and then cut to um, cut to uh, them as uh, th them growing up older, right? And then them um, 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 playing it in an arcade, like a retro arcade. And there, there's you know they have girls, right? And then one of them gets married. One of them gets married, and then the guys at the wedding, and there's crying and whatever, and then like they're hugging each other. Uh, and th but then but then it cuts cut to. 
them, the two of them, and they're playing video games. They turn off the game, and then they they pick up the couch, and then they pick up the game, and then it turns out that this guy's moving. The guy's moving away, and they they put it into the moving truck, and they're waving goodbye, and you see them both. Uh, uh, you know, trying to be trying to be guys about moving, so we get a little co- comedic moment, and then and then we get to um, we then we get to them, and they're <laughs> they're sitting there, and they're you know they're 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 with their wives, um, and they're they're like they're you know they're with the family, and then and then you know they go to bed, they kiss their spouse goodnight, they go to bed, and then they hop on their iPad and they start playing PUBG, and then they play together, and both of them are playing while the while the wife while the wives are asleep, and they're they're just having fun, and it's like this little moment, and then it just and then the Apple comes on, and then somebody just says Apple, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole Apple commercial. Put put some sad music to that. I just wrote the best Apple commercial of all time. The new the new iPad nine point seven. Now with forty now with Wi Fi, forty four G LTE, eleven point three iOS, and two gigs of RAM. So you can play, with, so you can play with your friends wherever you are. iPad. Bang. That's it. That's the whole fucking commercial. I know, dude. I missed my opportunity to be a really good uh, writer for fucking creative content for companies like Apple. I, I, ju- I know I did. I missed that boat. Um, I'm sure it would be fun, but at this point in my life, I'd rather be the guy saying the words than the guy writing out those words. So I had to pick and choose. Anyways, um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for listening to this. Thank you for joining me live. You have no idea how much that fucking means to me. Uh, I'm going to shout out all the people that are with me right now. Kraykai, thanks. Scoopstronaut, Banana Man, Bellatrix, Commander Root, uh, Polize, um, um, uh, uh, Virgo Pros, Vegas Horse Pools, V&K, Tay D, Scoopy Scoopy Jess Jess. Um, thank you so, so much for helping me out uh, and watching this live. You have no idea what that means to me. I have such fucking gratitude for that. You you, you can't, it, it, it's impossible to define how much gratitude I have for you just hopping on and helping me out with viewership um, and, and hanging out and chilling, honestly, just so that, I mean, this podcast was boring before when it was just me sitting around talking shit to myself. Now it is much more fun to be able to talk with other people in a room, you know, by by myself. <laughs> Scheduling guests is tough. Having people to be in this room with me, to talk with me, that's the podcast that I wanted, but not the one where I had to keep setting up schedules for everybody. So this, this works out so fucking well. I love you all. Thank you for joining me. If you are listening to this and not watching this live, then um, please, 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 please go on to twitch.tv slash brentmukai. Because I have a follower goal of 100 followers by the end of March. I am at 90 followers right now. I am at 90 followers. And if you watch Twitch and you are not following me, please get on it. It's a different experience, I'm sure, watching it live. And it's a different experience being able to to communicate with you um, um, just right here. So so please get on that. Twitch.tv slash Brent Give me a follow. 
Help me out. I'm trying to just get to triple digits. We have 11 days to go, 10 more follows. And if not, if I've ever made you laugh or feel good or anything, I would so appreciate it if you know someone who does watch Twitch. If you could tell them to give me a follow, if you could tell them to check out this podcast, it would mean the fucking world to me. You, it just has to be one person. I don't care if you tell a whole group of people or one person. All I want is 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 for you to spread your experience and don't bullshit them that it's the greatest podcast or whatever. Just tell them your experience with the podcast, what you like about it, and see if they would be willing to listen to it because um, I fucking love this live experience and chatting with you all. So... So that is the whole purpose of it. If you don't, if you're listening to this on the podcast and you don't do Twitch and it's nothing you do, then you do not have to make a Twitch account if you know that you're not going to follow me. You know, it's, it, Twitch isn't some people's things, but if you're curious at all, like maybe what is this Twitch thing? I'm curious about it. Maybe I'd like to spend some time doing a live thing with this guy on his podcast. If that's if that's you, then sign up for an account. If it's definitely not you, no pressure. I get it totally fine uh follow me everywhere anything uh is is made social media wise at brent mukai b-r-e-n-t-m-u-k-a-i thank you so much i can't say that enough i appreciate you all love you i will jam with you again on friday and on friday i believe that if i hit one hour i will be twitch affiliated so that's about to change the whole motherfucking game take it easy y'all Peace out. Listen to this riveting ass. <laughs> Amazing fucking. Yeah, hell yeah. This great theme song. Peace out, everybody. Thank you so much. Love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. See ya.